You're listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. It's about time you hit my line. I've been waiting on you. I was already on you. I've been so ready for you. It's about time you came into my life. Cause you've been on my mind. And I wouldn't mind if you came around every now and again. Cause I've been thinking about you again. You ain't got a thing to prove. I'm Jesse D. I'm with Trip Radio. And I'm here with Brittany Chantel. How's it going today? Uh, great. How are you? I'm good. So from your site, I'm just going to read from your about section, their life as a queer, biracial, and non-binary individual meant that they had two options, say nothing or do something. How does this play out in your day-to-day life? I really try, I think ever since I was young, I've always tried to be the person that says something. And I'm definitely not perfect and have definitely had you know, many experiences where I did not feel empowered to say something, which is a lot of what my music talks about, um, is when I haven't felt empowered to say something, you know, when either someone is doing something problematic to someone else, or if I myself am caught in a, you know, an abusive relationship or, you know, whatever it it may be. But I, I think I have always tried to live that out. And I've gotten, I had no intentions of this being an outcome when I made A Fire on Venus, uh, which is my album that I released in 2019. And it's, it's all about queer love. And it's about, it's about everything, you know, encapsulated in with queer love. It's, it's the fights, it's the love, it's the passion, it's the, you know, unfortunate gaslighting, it's, you know, unfortunate emotional abuse. And there were several people who reached out to me over the course of the first year of it being released. And they were just like, Hey, I just want to let you know that your music helped me get out of an abusive relationship. Or, Hey, I just want to let you know that your music made me realize that I was being gaslit and healing from that now. And it's like, Whoa, I was just sharing my stories. I was just sharing like what happened to me. And for me, that, that is like a part of, of saying something instead of doing nothing. Yeah. And it's hard because you, I'm sure are also battling against self-preservation in those moments too. How do you overcome that? Oh, I tend to be a big sharer. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think that the battle is, have I told this story more than once? Like, are people sick of hearing this? You know, I feel like there's like, several lessons that I think the universe recently has been like, Hey, we taught you this in 2015. Did you learn? And, you know, I'm like, yeah, maybe I learned. I like kind of ignore it and keep going with whatever I'm doing. And specifically in relationships is what I'm talking about. And, you know, I end up getting hurt. I end up getting burned. And that results in me writing more songs about that lesson. You know, I already have a song about gaslighting, but right now I'm writing another song about gaslighting. And so it's, <laughs> I think that's the battle for me right now is, damn, am I, am I saying too much of the same shit over and over again? Well, it is your art. You can do whatever you want with it. True, true. Yes. <laughs> this is exactly what I need to start my day 
off worry free A house is now a home secure within my own This is the life I've dreamed of living And I'm living it now, living it how Beautiful smiles, beautiful wow Loving myself and I'm getting it down Taking my time to rush to the out Give me my crown, I ain't messing around Give me my crown, I ain't messing around I ain't messing around cause Woke up feeling good can you tell me a little bit about the creation of your album, The Golden Opportunity, that was released in 2020, and maybe how it helped you work through some of the feelings you were having about your National Guard service? Yeah, um, that album was so difficult to put together for many different reasons. It was grant-funded, so it was on a timeline. Um, I actually had to ask them if I could extend the release date because kind of like right in the middle of making that album, I hit like a really huge realization and honestly, a mental health crisis, just kind of rehashing all of these stories through song and um, really just needed to take, take some time away from the project and, uh, and, and focus on me. And I was in therapy and, and working through a lot of things. And I ended up bringing in one of my really good friends, Treble NLS, who is a producer, rapper, recent Emmy winner in Pittsburgh. I brought him in on the project to be a co-writer with me because I felt like all of these really heavy feelings were coming up during the writing process. And I almost had so much to say that I couldn't, I couldn't condense it into, you know, a, a three minute and 30 second song. It was if it wasn't for Treble, my songs would have been like 12 minutes long. You know, it's because I just had all these feelings and I really wanted to express what the military is and what it isn't and what the recruiters and the commercials don't tell you. I I just had so much to say. So that process was was very difficult and very lengthy. But thanks to Treble, you know, I was able to tell him these stories and he would sit and listen there for 30 minutes to an hour, then we would kind of sit and like digest the notes and say, okay, like, what is the main point that I want to get across with this song? Yeah, we were, we worked back and forth like that on the lyrics. And then I recorded with um, Remy Vega, who was also in Pittsburgh. We got it. We ended up getting it done. And I ended up having a really awesome album release party in Pittsburgh. For those who don't know, I'm, I'm from Pittsburgh, but I just recently moved to Chicago in August of 2021. So everyone's like, why are you always referencing Pittsburgh? That's why. <laughs> um, uh, all in all, it was a really successful album. Especially because I think one of the hardest things to learn just as a person in the world is asking for help. <laughs> and it sounds like you were able to find a really effective editing partnership. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. What was it like to, important isn't the word, but decide what was the most important about those stories? Well, I kind of came to the conclusion that not that I won't ever make music about my military experience again, but that just isn't on the, the list of to-dos for a while. I, I really just wanted to try and encapsulate certain time periods within my seven and a half years of being in. And that's pretty much how we went at it was, okay, you know, I have these certain time periods, these certain like big events throughout my, my years of being in the National Guard. And let's make a song about each one of those events versus kind of like, well, I have this thought about this thing of the military and 
this is how I feel about the military industrial complex. And there's so many feelings there. And it's like, you know what, I can put this in other songs. And I could put this in poems, I could also a visual artist as well. I could make visual art that's that's about this, this feeling or this thought. And so we just really just took it down to like a, a timeline level. And that's why when you look at the album, uh, it's actually laid out as a timeline, um, as you know, basic training, and then AIT, my job training, kind of goes through my, my seven and a half years. Do you feel like you were able to exercise a lot of those feelings that were unresolved now? Like, do you feel better about it? Oh, 1000%. 1000%. (laughs) I do, I guess what you could call anti-recruitment work, but I really just tried to share my story with students and with their parents and with teachers. I always tell students, you know, I am not here to tell you what to do. I know you're going to do what you want to do, no matter what. I hope you do that. Um, I hope you don't let other people, you know, control your life. But that includes a recruiter. That includes teachers. And I just hope that by me providing this information, whether if it's through public speaking and visiting a high school or if it's through my album, I hope that students and teachers and parents can have more of a realistic understanding of what the military is and so that they can make a better, you know, informed decision about joining or pushing their children to join the military or pushing their students to join the military. I don't think you understand what I'm talking about. No, I don't think you understand because it ain't about the way it happened. It ain't about the story. It's about the fact that it's so often yet gets swept under the rug And the victims get your judgment when they really need your love Tell me if you get it, this isn't just for mentions Tell us how you feel if this happened to your missus And it's crazy how awareness turns to begging for attention Yes, we're begging, we just need you all to listen without tension I don't think you understand Will you tell me about your Taylor Swift DJ night? <laughs> yes, 1000%. Um, so I cannot take credit for this. But I I moved to Chicago. And I had some friends in Pittsburgh who reached out and they were just like, hey, like we're doing Taylor Swift night in Chicago. And they were like, you should come through and like DJ with us host it with us. And um, I did. And I had a blast. And quite honestly, I didn't know what to expect. But it was at sub T and it turned up like it was like, (laughs) I could have never imagined that a Taylor Swift night could turn up that much. I was, it was amazing. I took the microphone, we had a wireless mic, I took the microphone and like went into the crowd and let people sing and went up on the balcony (laughs) and, you know, was just rocking out with people. I was, you know, I was headbanging and everything. It was so much fun. And um, they were like, hey, we're going to we're going to do some more dates because it seems like people really love this. Do you want to DJ the Midwest dates? And I was like, uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I'm a fairly new DJ. This is one of those things where you kind of like, wow, like how did this opportunity land in my lap uh, so early? I'm just, I just feel really blessed because now I get to DJ these Midwest dates and I even get to go to Colorado and, and do Taylor Swift night there. So I'm really excited for it. Step out on the scene. Who you with? You with me. You look good. I do too. We got a thing. We got a thing. Like 2021. We've been running out of 
I'm Jesse D. I'm with Chirp Radio. Brittany Chantel, it was so great talking to you today. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Heartbreak is all we needed. Oh, I think she liked me. I think I'm what she wants. Yep. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.